What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? How do you mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is happening here? What the fuck is this shit? What the fuck was my point? Oh, what the fuck, man? What the fuck kind of... What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> what the fuck was that? What the what? fuck is that? What the fuck just came out of your mouth? <laughs> what the fuck, kid? What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck is wrong with me? What the fuck is he talking about? What the fuck is going on here? What the fuck is all that shit going on? Who the... What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on there? What the fuck? How does that happen? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck? What the fuck? Really? What the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck? Like, seriously. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on in this country? What the fuck am I doing with my life? What the fuck happened there? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck, you douchebag? <laughs> what the fuck what, what the, the fuck? fuck i'm tired of being thankful for scraps still they want us to love them anyway one day somebody's gonna have to make a stand one day somebody's gonna have to say enough you get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking republicans <laughs> Scientists, most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Hello. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Oh, so guess what I forgot to do? Uh, um, make an opening? No. Well, yeah, yeah. But they'll hear that. When I posted the show last week, I forgot to attach the MP3 file to it. Oh. Yeah. It took till yesterday to Realize it. get that sorted. Yeah. Um, hey, before we start. Um, yes. Before we start in earnest, I just, uh, some of you may know through uh, Facebook or what have you that um, my dad passed away uh, last weekend, um, had a big heart attack, and he went down and uh, and he died. So um, there were uh, a, a bunch of folks on Facebook who offered condolences and sent some nice notes and um, all that kind of stuff. So I just want to say thanks. For that, it uh, it means a lot. It really does, and I appreciate that. So, um, so thank you. And um, how am I doing? Um, work in progress. I'll be completely honest. It's um, it's a it's a it's a it, you know my it's it's interesting. Like fifteen, almost fifteen years ago now, my mother passed away. But I mean, she had lung cancer, and oh. she was um, between the time she was diagnosed and the time she died, it was. 14 months. Um, so there was a period of time that we knew that it was terminal. So right. it was one of those things where you knew like when it was happening, Yeah, it was, you know, you, you, you were, 
you were kind of prepared. Yeah, my grandmother you know? was like that. We took time and went down to see her, and we yeah. all gathered so together. So you have you have time now. I mean, my dad died on Saturday night. I last spoke. I spoke to him the Thursday before. Mm. Um, I was on my way to the registry to you know register the new car and stuff like that, and we were just. You know, just kind of chatting the way we normally do. You know, it's just like, yeah. hey, next week I'll pop by. We'll have coffee, whatever. Right. Um, so, well, the good thing it wasn't it wasn't like you hear so many other people where it's like an argument or something. Right. It was. It was. It was just. It was. It was just. It was just. You know, a normal day, yeah. uh, normal conversation, stuff like that. Always, you know, just good. And you know, he's always asking about the kids and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, so, but when it's it's sudden, I mean, this was a heart attack. Yeah. You know, um, when it's sudden, it's uh, f- from from all indications, he was kind of dead when he hit the floor, you know, that he I didn't. I mean, it, not, it, not to it, sound it, grim, but that's that's kind of what you would hope that's for. That's better right? for him. Yes. It sucks yes. for us because it's so sudden. And yes. I and I feel terrible for his girlfriend who, you know, was in the other room. I mean, they've been together 17 oh, years. Oh, she was home. She was home. Oh. She was in the other room. And all she hears is a crash and a boom. And yeah. so that has to be just terrifying. So, I mean, yeah. what I my, my hope is that, you know, it was a little, you know, it, it was, it didn't, that... That he wasn't aware enough to be like terrified that this is happening. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So if it's gonna happen, bang, it happened, and and that was it. The paramedics tried, and if they thought there was any hope, they would have, you know, put him in the bus right. and and got him out of there. So um, I've always, I've wondered that about about people like when you know that it's gonna happen, like. Because you'll never know what happens in somebody's head. Is it like one of those like, okay, this is this is going to happen? Well, I mean, yeah. Again, you never know. And I didn't start thinking about that until I got until I got a, a bit older, probably into my in, into my thirties, when I would watch things, especially things that were like you know, if it's a movie based on a true story, yeah, or something like that. Or one one thing that that um. Where, where I kind of thought about that a lot was when um, John Kennedy Jr. died. Okay, and and you know you remember that whole thing. He was in the plane and yeah. the whole thing, and you like that kind of thing. It's like he flew around, not really knowing where he was or anything like that, tumbling into the ocean. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of oh fuck moments. Yeah, before he died, and that has to just suck. Yeah, like watching United ninety three. Yeah, something like that. Well, but but to, no to, one... to lighten it a little bit, let's talk about the story that was going around on Facebook today from NPR uh, or WBR or whatever it is. The um, the skydiver who took the woman with her for the first time, the, the instructor, and when he deployed the first shoot, it kind of jerked him a little bit because half of the... Uh, the the thing i guess inflated cuz it's a it's like a, a okay. puffy you know yeah. it's not a you know world war 2 ice cream scoop type parachute type cone looking yeah. thing um and when it jerked him the handle for the reserve got lodged between the two of them so when he finally got that out it didn't work either because uh the other chute didn't totally disconnect it was just like everything that could go wrong went wrong and um the woman has the woman said basically to him, uh, uh, "How bad is this?" And she said, "Yeah, pretty bad." 
as they got closer. I don't, I don't know the story, so I'm riveted. No, no shoot. As they got closer, he said, he said, I'm going to roll. You be on top of me. Pull your legs up to your chest. And they hit the ground. And he woke up in the hospital. He woke up in the hospital, paralyzed, quadriplegic. Uh-huh. But he's like, hey, I'm alive. And then he realized that he had a, a tube in his throat and he couldn't move his arms and legs. But he's like, I'm alive. I'm like, holy shit. The woman, like, 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 brace on the neck kind of thing. Yeah. Like, from a fucking airplane. He knew, I'm going to die. Yeah. But he said, I'm going to try and save this person. Yeah. I'm going to use my body as a mattress. <laughs> that is fucking insane. No kidding. No kidding. And that's a, that's a, that's a while to know. Yep, here it comes. And that's that's something that 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 boggles my mind is you can fall off a ladder and die. Yeah, but you can jump from a fucking airplane and bounce. What did they land the on? He maneuvered them to like some place away from buildings and trees yeah. and stuff. So I don't know that part wasn't. But I gotta. Clear. I mean, geez, just you know what? At that point, never. Play the lottery again. Never yeah. buy a raffle ticket because yeah. all the luck that the universe gives you, okay, yeah. you just used it all up. I wonder. I wonder if there's a way to uh, come in at an angle, like at a really like low angle, and kind of skim and like pull your legs in, pull your arms in as best you can, and just kind of tumble instead of smack know. into the ground because. Because you see the guys with the um, with the wingsuits, like yeah. they're going a hundred miles an hour, but they're like forward momentum. I wonder if I don't know, <sighs> I don't know. I just uh, but now it's, get... it terrifies me to 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 have like something that used to really scare me was watching movies where people were executed, like gas chamber, lethal yeah. injection, that kind of thing. Because nothing when I was younger, nothing scared me more than knowing, okay. I got five minutes left. Yeah, that's absolutely terrifying. Now, it doesn't. It, it it's. I guess scares me is the right word. But I, what bothers me the most is 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 leaving too soon, and and the girls right. don't get to grow up with me. Right. That's the thing that that bothers me the most. Getting back to the parachute guy, though. Yeah, that got way off track. I mean, no, 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 no. It's. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. And this is a huge sort of like, you know, being alive and living kind of thing. Mm. Now he's a quadriplegic. Right. Um, I think it changes your whole outlook on things. Surviving a, like a 12,000 foot drop. Yeah. Because then to to just be alive. Yeah. I mean, what? I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't I don't know. That's know. a that's what a situation kind of I can't. Life? Do you have, especially if you're someone who does something very physical? I mean, your whole. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I I can't answer that. I uh, that question. I can't even. Like like, and I meant no offense to you when I said it earlier. I can't get myself in the headspace that you're in. I can't even imagine how that feels. Ellen definitely can. Her father died when she was twenty, yeah. I think. But I. I I have no like point of reference, like 
when we were talking earlier. Yeah, like I don't yeah. know. So for this kind of thing, it's like uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, guess, I don't know. It's, like it's like, weird. Like if I if I was a professional artist and I lost my hand, yeah, I know walking in a job. Or yeah, not no, the no, same no. But thing, it's, but I don't know. It's it's I don't. You know, know what it'd be like if if I if I lost my sight. Everything yeah. everything I do is is visual. Yeah, you know, I'd still live, and you find other ways to be happy, right? If you could lose taste really yeah yeah i don't have to taste movies yeah that's true i mean i like i like food i like snacks and stuff but i can give that up to keep touch sight hearing yeah that kind of stuff yeah sight and sound i would need yeah everything else uh, that's fine yeah <coughs> yeah um so um yeah it's been a a, a crazy crazy week um, yeah. So, and it is a, a a weird a weird place. When I was driving home from the hospital, um, you know, I, I was I mean, obviously, I was kind of a mess when I was at the hospital. I mm. kind of calmed myself down, and then I, I get almost home, and it was like twenty minutes or something like that. And I get off the highway, and I I had to pull over on the side of the road because I just lost it. Yeah. Well, you gotta you, you had to, just, you, just, you had to be strong for your kids, though. It was right. Yeah, I mean the kid. Yeah, so I mean by the time I got home, and I mean everyone was asleep, and but the next day, you know, it was just it was yeah. just fucking weird. And then like the whole then like you you got to get into this weird space where you're talking to the funeral home and. Oh yeah, because at the worst moment start, of grief in your life, you've you know, got to start. Like, you have to do business decisions yeah. and doing all that shit. It's just crazy. Yeah. So, and hopefully you have an ethical director because it's yeah. real easy to take take advantage of people in a in a in a, oh, in yeah. a moment like that. Yeah. Um, we'd actually my grandmother, my mother. I mean the same. You know, I mean, we actually walked in, and I mean between. My family and my like my my sister's husband's family mm. and stuff like that. I mean, we walked in. He looked at my sister and went, "You look familiar," yeah. which is weird for a funeral director to say to someone, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> huh. but um, yeah, we have the funeral on Friday, and then this, you know, that part of this nightmare weekend will be over. So, yeah. Do you think this is going to affect the holiday for your kids? I don't know. I don't know. We'll hmm. see. We'll see. It'll definitely fuck up Thanksgiving for me for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to. So, I don't want to ask about you because I want to go that. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. deep. But the good thing, I guess, in a way, is Thanksgiving's not a set date, so it's not like it's always going to. Yeah, coincide, I mean, but you know so. this. I don't know. I'm trying to look for the bright year. spot. No, I, guess. I mean there's there's no bright spot. No, it's, no, it's there isn't shit wall to wall. Yeah, you know. So it's just going to be one of those things that you know. It's I've been shitty since then, and I've been less shitty, you know, every day since. And it's going to suck for a while, and then then it won't, you know. Yeah. And um, like I said, it was. With my mom, we had we had you know time, 
Right. You know, this is, like I said, it's 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 easier on the deceased, I think, to just bam go. Right. Um, but it's tougher on those that left that are left behind. Whereas in my mother's situation, where she had you know a year knowing that you know, okay, it's coming. Yeah. And I mean, the rest of us, you know, have that time to sort of wrap our heads around it. You know, they still have the really difficult task of, you know, of dying. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can see, I can see both sides. Cause I went through, I, I had told you before the show with my grandmother, lung cancer and all that, and knowing it was going to happen. And, um, I, I'm not sure which I would have preferred. I mean, I definitely liked the the small family reunion that we had where we spent time we watched yeah. jeopardy with her we did all the, right. that stuff but then going home and waiting yeah to have to go back that was <coughs> and it was it was almost to the day that the doctor predicted which was yeah. which was creepy but i don't know if i would have preferred like well, how my when own, you're a serial killer well right? yeah I don't know if I would have preferred how my other grandmother went where it was just, we got a phone call and they're like, she died in her sleep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 it, it's six of one and half a dozen of the other. It right. sucks no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that the way I want to go. Okay. Yeah. I want riding a, a shark into a volcano. No, no, no. And, and you, you, you will actually appreciate this. I want to go. Falling asleep mm. during a movie. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> how many one. times have I done that? Yeah, <laughs> you know. But that if if I gotta go, you yeah. know, kind of like natural cause like that or something like that. Yep. Just I, I want to be watching a movie, and then somebody gets to fill out that incident report, right? Yeah, yeah. So, or or or, or, or even at home. I mean, I want to, you know. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, let's let's. You know, rest in peace, Dad. Yeah. Next topic. All right. Uh, what'd you see? You want to just go regular now? Sure. All right. Um, I saw that Doctor Who movie that I showed you the big climax of. Yeah, nothing like a big climax. <laughs> and then going, Doctor Who? With 12 men. Unbelievable. Well, t- God. 13, technically. Oh, but. prison. Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. I, there's a lot of spoilers. There's a lot of stuff that, like, it's not spoilers to you because you have no idea. Nothing so. means nothing to me. What's really tough, though, is I'm sitting there watching it. Yeah. And it's one of those I'm super excited and I know you're humoring me. Yeah, no, 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 not at all, actually. I'm watching it. I'm just like, I kind of want to get into this, mm. but I kind of feel like it's like there's, I would want to go back to the very start and ah, get yeah. everything. Cause you know me, I yeah. like to know, but you don't like with the, the news with the reboot or we're continuing. You don't have to. It's one of those where like you can start with Eccleston and then when you have time, you can go back to the, the first ones that are on Netflix. Well, that's the thing, stuff. you know, cause I don't know. I could have been watching that thing. There could have been a, you know, a fucking doodad on a shelf that some super nerds out there going, oh my God, remember yeah. that thing? That was that salt shaker that killed that thing in yeah. episode five in 1967. Yeah. It was you know? pretty straightforward though. It, you know, you, you know what sonic screwdrivers are because yeah. I have them all over the place in the house. Oh, did I, did I tell you what I'm doing with the girls now? No. I'm totally fucking with their sense of reality. Because I'll keep the the key thing for the van in my pocket, uh-huh. and I'll be like, I don't know where my keys are, and I'll take I take the sonic screwdriver out, and um, 
um, I pointed at the car and I and I do the whole noise with the light and everything nice. and I'm like oh it didn't work so then I extend it because that's the super duper ah. thing and I put it up to the lock on the on the like like because it fit right in the yeah. keyhole lock thing and Ellen was like standing behind them and I pushed the button and the door opened and slid open as soon as I pushed the button and they were like it's magic I'm like yeah magic <laughs> so we do that every now and then because I think that's awesome you know give them a little bit of wonder and get them interested in the show so we have something to watch until the day they go yeah just open the fucking door dad yeah okay. well I'll start walking up to the car now and I'll and I'll and I'll do it from a distance away yeah because so, I, I, did you see on Facebook how uh, Frankie's been watching Empire and yeah. Jedi? Yeah. Oh, Jedi now? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He likes to see the Rancor die. Oh, really? Yeah. I hated that. Oh, it was so sad. Just a big old yeah. weird looking dinosaur. But like, it's so funny because you watch it now and of course, you know, I've got, I've got very solid you know, reverence mm. for the whole series. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I grew up with it. It's it's my thing. Yeah. But I also have an eye where I'm sort of you know you can be kind of critical of. Oh it, yeah. Yeah. You know that's some shitty acting right well, there. Well it's not even the acting, but it's like, you know, some little stuff yeah. like like Luke's a, a you know a a Jedi. He lifted yeah. a ship out of a freaking, you know, out of a fucking bog. Okay, yeah. why not just sort of throw that fucking rancor across the room? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Well, that's something that I would love to see explained. Like, during physical exertion, connecting to and using the force is more difficult. That's all. That's all yeah. you need. You need a ghost of Yoda to say that <laughs> shit. And that's, and just, that's that. Instead of, like, throwing the rock <coughs> at, <clears throat> Skull. At, <clears throat> at the door. Skull whatever yeah is it a skull it is a skull yeah i guess it's a skull one it looks like i don't need people writing and correcting us on star wars um so throwing it at the thing yeah why didn't he just like you know force hit the button well right right and you can retcon you know fight or flight response connection whatever kind of yeah i mean yeah you could totally you know that's trying to control his fear blah blah blah. you know somebody can say that in the new series that'd be fine like luke while he's teaching the the new you know the new crop of jedi he can say you know oh luke why do we have to learn how to you know do this and that and it's like because you're gonna be shit with the force while people are chasing you trying to kill you yeah the only way Luke could hit the target on the Death Star was because all the TIE fighters were gone. Yeah. Right? So he's got a focus problem. That's 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 kind of how I see the whole thing. Like Vader stopped, just totally stopped fighting in Empire, lowered his lightsaber, and then all the shit started flying. Vader didn't even do shit while he was fighting Luke. Nah. So maybe it is a, a physical versus mental type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Frankie's favorite character right now is Luke. I yeah. think I can get that to change. No, that's all right, though. That's all right for a little kid. That's it just good. makes me sad when he's like, Luke is awesome. Yeah, no, he's not. He could have <clears throat> picked, picked General Maydeen, all right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, uh, what have I seen? 
I have seen nothing. Yeah. Um, watched what have um, what's Frankie been watching? Frankie's been watching Jedi. He's been watching Jurassic Park. He's been watching no. Empire. He's been watching Up. Yeah. Um, I think if I only if I had one kid instead of two, I think their the attention span would be better because one will fidget, the other will see it. Yeah. And they got to kind of one up each other yeah. so we kind of lose them on stuff. I've been watching The Shield. Yeah. Cole, Cole's really digging that. We're all caught up on Shield. I Have didn't been watching that. I didn't watch last night's. It's so good. The last one I saw was it when they were cleaning up in England? Yeah. That was last week's, right? Yeah. That was good. That was good. That was all right. I like that. So I don't yeah. want to spoil too much, but uh, they're, they're doing it so right. Oh, we've said this a hundred times. I but. just, Coulson's mystery should be solved by the end of this season. That can't be an ongoing, he's he's digging too deep. Leave the parents. Anyway, we know who the, I know who the mother is of that kid anyway. So. What kid? The one that's looking for her parents, who has the shield agent for a mother. What? Who? What's her name? The The hacker with the bracelet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer up my fan theory. Yeah. You know the one that um, Coulson was arguing with that was in the uh, the hub. Really, you think so? Yeah, she's about the right age, I think. Huh. Interesting. And she would have the information where she is, right? Yes, yeah, she Because it can't be Coulson and and May, because their dialogue is. It doesn't. It doesn't jive yeah. with with the two of them. But I think the two of them had a relationship at some point. There was more than just you drive the bus kind of thing. But yeah, I think they've seen some shit. Yes, and they kind of awesome. get into it. Yeah, yeah she is. She, I, yo, man, you got to see this latest episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch it probably and maybe tomorrow night. Ming Na is doing. She's doing a great job. She's great. She really is. She, yeah. she is just ice fucking cold. She's got that look on her face. That's just, if I could get that don't fuck with me face, yeah, that would be, that would be like that. That's, that's how people get hired for acting jobs with yeah. that. Get, let, let me see you don't fuck with me face. Oh, oh, you're hired. we have to hire you now. Don't know why we're going to make you Austin Powers, but <laughs> whatever, Ming, let's go. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I have not seen much. And for some reason, the last couple of weeks, I've been watching like Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. I got tired of that after they got rid of the main characters. So I didn't. I remember watching it through. I think I saw the first few episodes when it moved to ABC in like season what was it eight or nine? I'm okay. in season four now, so yeah. it's still really good. Those seasons were all right. Yeah, still really good. Really funny. The uh, the last episode of Big Bang Theory was the funniest episode <laughs> in probably two, maybe three seasons. Really? Yeah, it was really good, joke wise. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've been watching it. You know, I've been watching reruns and stuff. I yeah. haven't watched. I haven't really watched anything this season. Mm. Like no Modern Family, no Community. No, Community's I mean, no, not, not on until see, see what I mean? like January. Parks yeah. and Rec. Um, Parks and Rec's pretty good. Uh, I am. I'm. I'm still enjoying that. I've. 
I have not watched Modern Family's kind of it, it started off strong it's just kind of leveled out and like nothing new is yeah. happening so it's one of those oh well there's this episode left yeah Bob's Burgers I really enjoy for some strange reason it's just fun yeah so and uh Ellen's been watching Sleepy Hollow so we've been watching that that's all right that's like bubblegum yeah. bubblegum TV yeah I've been watching Castle that's kind of yeah. fun otherwise yeah. not too much else going on yeah what's going on in the news i like that um that at midnight oh. show with uh chris hardwick but they did like two weeks and then they took a break yeah that was that was really fun that was uh because it takes uh stuff from the internet and then they ad lib jokes yeah and then and then they award, randomly award points so oddly enough the worst episode was the one with david spade hmm fucker is not funny on that show i think he was drunk and stoned uh, it looked like they purposely cut to him at one point while <laughs> he was hitting on an audience member that's pretty hilarious it was sad yeah it really was kind of sad because all the other people like you show up on somebody's show and you have respect for the host yeah. and you pay attention to right. what's going on like he's He's been doing, Spade's been doing comedy for how long? Yeah. He, like, his jokes were bland. Really? And like, ugh. And he was the first one cut. Hmm. So whatever. Yeah. Hmm. So. News, is that what we're News. doing? Yeah, it's like, not much going on. No. Well, let's see what we got. Um. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, we'll go to we'll go to our thing here. All right. A lot of people are like really digging this new pope, like really. Yeah. And I have to remind them that priests are still fucking children. Yeah, so fuck true. that guy. Yeah. Oh well, he's saying that trickle down economics is a bad thing. It's like yeah, no shit. They were saying that in the eighties. Yeah. Well, trickling down the back of a you know eight year old boy is a bad thing too. So yeah. And it's disgusting. like it's it's like yeah, but the, you know what? That's yeah. make a point. Yeah, when he stands up and says, uh, "All you child rapists, uh, we're going to execute you, motherfuckers," I will be like, "That is a good yeah. pope." But like I, I've said elsewhere, um, I think everybody in the Vatican is uh, minimum agnostic. Yeah, the higher ups there—they're all—they're all atheists. They have to be. How could you do that? How could you allow that to happen? How could you exist with a mantra that you help your you, you love your neighbors and help other people yet you've accumulated an insane amount of wealth and you're telling people don't use condoms and that kills people and your fucking children. Yeah. They, they there's no eternal punishment. They know. They know there isn't. Right. Love somebody with a hidden camera to get in there. You <laughs> find out all the Guys in the Vatican. It's just like Friday well, night, hookers and blow. They're also torrenting movies, porn, and video games. God, I hope so. Yeah. <sighs> hey, move your wine glass so I can see the screen. Okay. Thank you. Uh, let's see. That's the birthday party conversation I had. 
Um, oh, the knockout game. Two what stories. What is the knockout game? Two stories so that, that we what, need to. Just tell me what that is. We please. need to make a correction. Because I'm not cool. Tell me what is that? Um, apparently, there was this thing going around online with some video footage of um, groups of of people, mostly African American youths. Um, I did say that wrong on purpose. Uh, walking around, knocking people out, just running up, punching them, and knocking them out. Okay. Uh, apparently, the whole knockout game is bullshit. So, the story that we talked about, uh, we were duped. I want to talk about the other story that um, that came out as potentially false this week. Um, and, of course, I am not going to be able to find it. Do you remember the story we did maybe a week or two ago? I'm not even sure. About the waitress... Oh, yeah, who got the... Yes. Who didn't get a tip because she was gay, or they assumed she was gay? Yes. Really? That coming up as a hoax? The credit card statement from the people who supplied the matching receipt... Yeah. ...showed an 18% tip. So... It is easy enough to print a duplicate receipt. Oh, yeah. Write that shit on it. Uh, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to read it off Reddit. Um, let's see. Nope, that's not what I'm talking. Anyway, um, fuck it. So <laughs> the the news story I saw, they talk with the people who claim that they uh, were the ones that frequent the restaurant, like pretty regular, and uh, they showed the receipt. They compared it. It's the timestamp is exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so one of them shows, uh, oh, an $18 tip, which is 20% on the bill. And the other shows no tip. Weird. So yeah. And people are like, well, why would you write the tip on your customer copy? Well, so you can keep track of it. You dumb fuck. That's why yeah. I write it on both. Cause I'm like, how much am I tipping? The-? I don't know. I don't keep the customer copy at all. <sighs> Sometimes I don't either. Um, Let's see. That's dumb Americans. Don't know where European countries are. Um, hey, so you have kids, right? Yeah. So um, a parent <coughs> gave uh, handed out uh, party invitations. Oh, I saw a little bit about this. On Friday for a party on Sunday. Yeah, that's tough to do. The explanation was that they had been sick. And totally forgot. I'm going to be a dick. If you're listening, I apologize. It's your fucking child's birthday. You don't get the luxury of being sick and forgetting. Yeah. Unless you have Ebola, chicken pox, poison ivy, and the the and, and also, zombieism. Also, now tell me if they do this in, in your system. Um in our classes uh, at the beginning of the year, all the parents, um, they uh, they put together like an email list hmm. so that anyone who, who wants to email someone else in the class right. or something like that, like we've got email addresses for all the other parents in the class. Um, just, do, do you guys have that? Oh, no, we're unorganized kindergarten parents. Okay, so. We probably um, will later. Yeah, we. But- we had that. That's a um, good idea. So 
something like like a birthday party or something like that, you could um, put together like uh, even just if if you made a flyer at home and emailed the the flyer. You know, the minute you think of it, you know, two days two days is just is not cool, and I think that you do your kid yeah. a disservice. Um, by doing that, what I think that in that case, if they were really, you know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I mean, right. people's, you know, lives get busy and, and all that type of stuff. Um, and if you add, you know, sick kids in the house and sick parents yeah. in the house, you know, I'll give you benefit of the doubt. Then you're better off at least spinning it to your kid that you're trying to make an effort. It's right. just like, Hey, you know what? We got to um, move it. We got to move it. Let's we, move, we gotta it, after either move it yeah. or we'll do your friend party. We'll do, we'll do the family party, blah, 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 right. but we'll do the friend party. Um, and I mean, like Cole's birthday is in the summertime. So sometimes a lot right. of his, and it's like close to Labor Day weekend. So yeah. he often has a tough time. Um, and then we've actually waited till like maybe the first or second week of school. People are in school, they got okay. their routines down, and then we'll do something. But like yeah. I said, I mean, he's been opting lately to do just a few close friends right, and right. a party or something like that. So, um, and and it's tough when you got a, a like a big class or something like yeah. that to to do that. The thing is, all all the parents tell Ellen that you know that they all come home and they talk about our girls. Everybody knows yeah. our girls, and it's and and part of me is like, well, of course you do, but I, I mean, like I hear about almost every other kid. Yeah, uh, you know, I I don't know them by face, but I know their names. Um, but more than anything, I felt bad for this kid be- for a couple reasons. This is the first time he's realized that his parents can fail him and most likely did. Um, it It's, it's going to create a little, he's not going to know it, but it's going to create a little like animosity toward the rest of the class. I don't like, think, where, I don't... he's five. Right, so he's right. he's not gonna. There's no reasoning with it. It's like, why weren't you there? Well, you know, well, well, what's also interesting is that um, some schools will do this where they can't give out party invitations at school. Oh, they go in the folders. They have folders that the teachers put notes in. So, if we're going to invite everybody, then that's that's how it is. She'll yeah. just put one in each. But if folder. you invite like you know six. Right, you got to find those people yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so that, until that, the, that, the kids so they are just, old enough to hand them out, themselves. but I'll be honest, you know, it's one of those things where they do it to kind of protect people's feelings. Yes, but you know what? Dealing with those feelings, Fuck that. yeah, exactly. There were a lot of parties I wasn't invited to because right. I was a weird. Kid. And you know what? But on the flip side, there were a lot of parties that I went to. Yeah, you know that. Now, here's the other side of this whole thing that makes me feel kind of shitty. On top of it, too, if we went there was a very good chance we would be the only ones there. Yeah. That made me super uncomfortable. Yeah. But also, I mean, it would have been great for the girls. We had a prior commitment. You know, the party was at two. Yeah. We had a commitment at one that we that we that we committed to. <laughs> so it's like it's like we told the girls, you know, if he brings it up, say you know, we're really sorry we couldn't go. We had we, we had to go do something, but we hope you had a happy birthday, something like that. Yeah. And he didn't bring it up. So yeah. And stuff like that just it it rolls off. If it if it was if it was fourth or fifth grade, that could be totally damaging. Yeah. I think. Kindergarten not so much, but 
I still like I was walking around work today thinking about that kid and and like getting super sad yeah. about it and stuff because like you know every kid has that fear well what if what if the people that I think are my friends don't show up and then like there's a good example and it comes down to I, I hate to say it get get your act together hmm. but I mean, I, you know what though like I said I like to give folks the benefit of the doubt because again my life is really busy your life is really busy so I know but that, here's the uh, thing, like Ellen and I are we've already decided where we're having their part their yeah. party in March. We have to pick a date and we will know well ahead right. of time. Like we get invitations a month out from from the actual thing because everybody has stuff to do. Right. I think a month, three weeks to a month is is good, especially around super busy traveling vacation weekend. But I don't know. We got another one to go to on Sunday, I think, at Pump It Up, which is like an inflatable yeah. playhouse place. The girls love it. That's where they want to have their party. That's that cool. place is good because they have there's two rooms filled with giant inflatable stuff, yeah, and then a party room <coughs> or two party rooms. So one group goes into the first one, first group of the day, for instance. They move to the second room. Next group goes right. in behind them, party room, and it just rotates. It's really, it's set up really well. Yeah. It's very smartly done. Um, and the kids love it. I just have to remember to bring quarters because they have a Galaga and a uh, Ms. Pac-Man machine. So. Yeah, we get one of those at the theater. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just I just feel bad. I, I, just, I can't help it. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I hope this kid isn't, you know. Because things are, things are different. Like, everybody is friendly to each other. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there's a there's a whole seminar about bullying coming up where they're, they're going to explain how the school administration, the whole Peabody school system addresses it and deals with it and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I should go to that. And then I saw that the representative, the, the, the city rep um, that I absolutely did not think anybody should vote for is going to be present and, uh, like, oh, maybe I won't go then because I don't want to start a fight. <laughs> what I want to do is ask her, I'm like, hey, so uh, when are you going to start campaigning for your second term? Because she claims she's only going to run for one term. That was in her campaign platform. Yeah. You're running. Is she being useful? I don't know. It's, it's a city rep. Yeah, probably not. So She was backed by Tea Party people. That's tea why I don't want to go. That's why I don't want to go. I don't want to be close to a person like that. Yeah. I don't need that. But I do want to go and see what the school is going to do about bullying because that is something that is important to me. Uh, what else do we have here? Knockout. So the filibuster thing, that we're back to a majority vote in the Senate. Majority wins instead yeah. of the 61 bullshit. Yeah, so the next time the Republicans have it, they'll fuck with the Democrats. They're all assholes. Yeah. doesn't uh, matter. They'll figure a way to fuck shit up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Christian American Patriot Militia Leader, we now have authority to shoot Obama. Really? Yeah, you want to read that one? That sounds funny, doesn't it? Sure. I can start off by saying I know that the Secret Service got involved in this one. Because I read this earlier. Uh, An apparent threat made against President Barack Obama's life posted on Facebook has caught the attention of the Secret Service. And they probably went, hey, Joey, look at this dumbass. (laughs) Get the keys. Uh, I, it's so funny because I, I heard 
I heard something on the radio. What was it? Or maybe it was a podcast or something like that. It's just like, look, if you're on the internet and you're searching for porn, kitty porn, okay? Yeah. And you reach someone, it's an FBI agent. Yes. If, if you're looking for terrorist shit, it's an FBI agent. Yes. Okay. If you're if you're looking for guns, it's an FBI agent. Yeah. It's no excuse to get caught, you dumbasses. No, there really isn't. Uh, agent declined to comment on the post, which has been removed, but was preserved in screen caps by Social Daily, Social News Daily, uh, made Tuesday Tuesday by Everest Willman, Will Will Wilhelmen, W I L H E L M E N, Wilhelmen. Wilhelmen, leader of the Christian American Patriots Militia. There's, there's four words that don't go together well. It's called Capum. He <laughs> says, we now have authority to shoot Obama, i.e. to kill him. Wilhelm posted really? on his Facebook page. Who gives him that authority? Uh, it says, his willful violations and alienation of our Constitution constant disregard for our peaceful protests and corruption of all the three branches of government i.e. rogue and illegitimate government reveal the dictator that he is Obama and his co-conspirators disrespect our constitution constitutional rule of law and abuse and abuse the American people Dan Savage was on uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, or I somebody know, was on. I heard it, and uh, they would. Somebody had said uh, maybe it was the week before. <laughs> they, they were, oh no, it was he had a, he had somebody on that was talking about uh, police abuse of power, and um, they said you know all these people like to cry about uh, police states and and all that, and they said yeah if we were in a police state uh, we'd be arrested and shot after this show. So yeah. there's no such thing as a police state in America. Although Bill Maher's not a big fan of the big militarization of local police. No, and when he starts talking about Boston, I get a little pissed off. Let's talk about that after. Yeah, I mean, Cause, it's... Because it, it kind of bugs me, because he doesn't live here. He didn't right. go through it. And um, anyway, so back to this, because uh, the post was made the same day as a gathering of right-wing cranks, conspiracy <laughs> theorists, and gun advocates. They were nice to the gun people, though. Met at a park across from the White House demanding that Obama voluntarily leave office. Sounds like they, they could oh have just God. said a group of Simpsons characters. Grandpa, man yells at cloud. <laughs> um, the post, uh, I read that part. Uh, Wilhelmsen does not refer specifically to the Reclaim America Now rally, but he does circle the date as he attempts to constitutionally justify his apparent call for the president's murder. The authority to kill Obama comes from the Second Amendment of our Constitution. He is levying war on the United States and aiding and comforting our foreign enemies. The Second Amendment gives us the right and duty, uh, parenthetically authority, to engage an enemy of the United States that does so with the design to reduce us under absolute despotism. Now he just, like, he's got those magnets, and it's like, <laughs> it's like Libertarian, Tea Party, Republican... <laughs> right-wing nut poetry words i would be very surprised if obama does not leave washington dc today november 19th never to return if he is not dead within the month nice real smart (coughs) yeah was this a cheaper faster more efficient way of saying 
Secret Service, come and visit me. I am not eating three square meals a day, so please put me in jail. Wilhelmson is listed as the group administrator of the Christian American Patriots Militia Facebook page, which claims more than 1,400 members who operate as a, quote, closed group. See his website called I want to wear an orange jumpsuit.com. <laughs> the group says in its social media description, so be prepared to wage war. And this is, in fact, why Obama has labeled Christians and other patriots as terrorists, a lie to his army. Obama knows God may lead us to wage violent war in the defense of our Constitution. God doesn't give a shit about your Constitution, you stupid white fuck. There's no such thing as God. Why did I call him white? Why did that matter? I don't know. Probably because he's a white supremacist. There's no God. Wilhelmson posts a variety of anti-Obama and anti-Muslim messages. See? There we go. On his own Facebook page and Twitter account, including multiple links to a blog post that attempts to argue that military personnel are duty-bound by their oath to remove Obama from office as a criminal. I wonder how he felt about Bush. <laughs> Vagina. Mostly a stripe down the... His social media accounts frequently compare Obama to Hitler, because that's the easiest thing to do Which for stupid people. Which makes no fucking sense at all. I know. I know. Obama doesn't even have a mustache. Seriously. And warn against impending genocide, particularly against Christians and conservatives. You can't have a genocide against conservatives. Because nobody would care. <laughs> what if... What if you threw a genocide against conservatives and nobody came? What if you just had a Christian conservative genocide? Again, nobody would care. And all I got was this stupid T-shirt. Yeah, with with blood on it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, this two, guy's a nut job. Arrest this, him. There's a little bit left. Two other apparent threats against Obama's life drew the Secret Service's attention in recent weeks. A University of Connecticut student, 32-year-old Joshua Kilmus. Klimas, K-L-I-M-A-S. Joshua Clitoris underwent psychiatric evaluation after agents said he admitted to sending threats, email th threatening emails to the White House. Ooh, if you do not resign by the end of the year, I will kill you. You are a traitor, and it is my duty under the United States Constitution to end your life for crimes against the American people, one email read. <sighs> There will not be any more warnings. Only bullets flying in your direction from drones I built for the sole purpose of removing you from the office you stole from this country. Wait, the office is still technically in the White House no, in Washington, like D.C., You know right? what this guy did? This is what he did, right? He is a university student. He's 32 years old. Yes. Okay. His, uh, he's going for his fourth doctorate in, you know, early Norse philosophy. Yep. And he's realizing, I am never going to find a fucking job. I need three I square meals go a day. To jail. <laughs> I'll get three square meals a day. I'll have yep. internet access, maybe a little yep. job training. I was reading okay. somewhere like, like, like video game access to video games and stuff too. Seriously, I've been thinking about it. You know, what kind of small crime could I do? A little white collar thing, you know? Can I get access to Skype for two and a half hours a That's week? That's really all I need. <laughs> An 81-year-old so. Wisconsin man, Elwin Nels Fosdale. I'm sorry, his name is Edwin? Elwin. Oh, Elwin. Yeah, E-L-W-Y-N. Definitely a right-wing Was ordered, job. held last week by a magistrate after prosecutors said he told neighbors he would shoot and kill the president if he suddenly appeared in front of him at the post office i got news for you if i'm what is he some kind office, of magical krampus if, demon that if pops I, up if, oh, I'm, shit, at the, Obama, if I'm at the post office and he just fucking 
operates in front of yes, me, yes. I'm going to shoot him too because he's a fucking goddamn he's, wizard. He's a dark wizard. <laughs> exactly. Because of the black magic, not his skin. Ah, <laughs> uh, Negro. Oh, witnesses reported the incident that the Secret Service agents said Fostale repeated the threats after they met with him to investigate. I like that. What did you say? I'll tell you what I said. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'll if, tell you what I said as you lead me toward the black van. If convicted of the threat, Fostale could face up to five years in prison and three square meals a day. What, a, what, a, what an interesting article. If convicted. If what, just convicted. say when convicted. Come on. Yeah, because if he repeated in front of the Secret Service, that's yeah. pretty much it. Did you make threats? I most certainly did. What did you say? I'll fucking tell you. I'll kill him. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know. So what do you what do you think? What do you think of um of of the militarization of the police and complaining about how Boston was handled? Oh, I don't fuck this. Just, you know what? It's a I'm not concerned. The last thing I'm concerned about is a stronger police force. Okay, this is this is all. This is what I have to say to that. Okay, mm-hmm. I got three words. We got them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, we we caught them. Might you know? In hindsight, you know, we, you know what? It, it, it's a tough thing. I think Boston's one of those areas where it's it's kind of a big city, but it's a small city. But it's not you know, it's not a grid city either. Right. It's it's one of those like you know, it's small enough that you can you can shut like you could never do that in New York. You could never do what they did in Boston in New York or Chicago right. or any other big city like that. Boston and its and and its its surroundings are small enough that you can say, Look, serious shit's going on, get in the fucking house. Yeah. All right. But the, and the especially thing- something like this. Yeah. All right. If it was like just a regular sort of everyday crime kind of thing, I don't think you'd get that type of response. Oh no! But something like this, I thought it was appropriate. It was fine. It got the job done. Shut the fuck up. But see, they 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 leave out some very important factors when they when they t- when when Mar talks about um, closing off Boston, basically shutting down the city. He says that oh, so a bomb blew up and some people got hurt. Yeah, but then there were some crazy motherfuckers driving around shooting a cop, and no one knew where the fuck they were going. So yeah, I mean they were driving the car. They were in a chase. They were shooting out the car window. There was a lot more to it than that, and that was crazy. The big thing, the big, the big fears would have been um, sarin or or any kind of gas or a dirty nuclear bomb, more bombs. Or these guys just sort of getting into a fucking bell tower and just shooting down. You drive that into like Kenmore Square or down near Fenway during a game or something, and like. Yeah, then uh, you'll wish that we had brought the fucking tanks out. And we don't have tanks. We have armored personnel carriers. We don't have tanks. Not yet. I don't. I don't. They're on order. You know, another complaint that I heard them say, oh, they were pointing their weapons at people in their houses. They saw movement and they're looking through the scope to see what's going on. They didn't and that was shoot anybody in their house. Photograph. I know the exact picture. He's yeah, because some about. fucking dummy went to his window with a camera. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna film police action outside, I'm gonna lay on the fucking floor and poke the lens of the camera exactly. up, like you know, all like uh, around the corner, Saving Private Ryan style. Right. <sighs> you know, I think as a society, 
There, no, there pe- are, nobody's happy. There though. are a lot of things that we are way too fucking sensitive about. And we just got to fucking... Ba- I, I, there was this whole thing about Katy Perry dressing up in, in Japanese clothes that was fucking offensive and racist. I don't give a shit. Why is it racist? I don't know. I don't think she was walking around going, ching chong, ching chong, ching. That wasn't fucking happening. <coughs> By the way, that's a that's a Demolition Man reference. I know. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I don't see what the fucking problem is. I'm telling I you. Did see, should... I did see a man with, with Indian roots and a half Korean complaining about the Japanese imagery. So... Like I, I think, I'm not going to complain about the way Germans are portrayed in Monty Python movies as having no sense of humor because I'm German and I have a sense of humor and I don't give a shit. Right. But mostly, like I saw this one thing that's like, oh well, it's all white men that have fantasies about Asians, uh, uh, Japanese schoolgirls. It's like, have you, have you seen the fucking, fucking shit high. that they put out? All right. There's like also, there's hentai shit coming out your fucking ears. The, the Japanese schoolgirl is highly sexualized to the rest of the world. Going back, you, you know, when I see Monty Python um, portraying Germans in a certain way, yes, it's really interesting because I see that, and I don't see that as some sort of you know stereotype mm. or anything. Well, I see it as kind of an interesting cultural tidbit about how the British who you know, lived through German bombings and yes. stuff like that through Second World War, especially given the generation that Monty Python was. You know, right. they were just like, their stuff came out like total po- just post-war in the 60s. Yeah, started, they were old enough in to like have the lived late 60s, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. So for me to see that, it's it's interesting for me kind of in a in a cultural sense to see how the British see the Germans yeah. because of their their interactions with them okay if you were to do a sketch show in britain now and portraying the germans it would be i'm willing to bet a little bit different oh it definitely would be and the funny thing is like like british people stereotypically are uh very straight laced you know and and proper because the proper englishman like that whole thing that's a stereotype and the 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 loud drunken German is is the you know the Oktoberfest German yeah. and and it's and it's 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 weird because you would figure that the loud group but then you have the English with the with the with the football fans and the the pubs <laughs> and all that stuff there's no stereotype that works I mean it's an interesting almost like it's almost like an interesting <clears throat> history lesson again yeah. given the time and place that Monty Python was done they totally wanted to move it, away from it yeah didn't I mean they? you look at it as sort of like a I don't know, as a time capsule kind of thing. And this is this was the feeling about this was the feeling at the time. Yeah. You know, think about when that was new, when that was, you know, that was what 20, not a 20 repeat, years after? You know, yeah. That's not that's not very it's long. Not at all. So, especially given that during the 60s and stuff, you know, Germany saw an economic resurgence and that, you know, Along, you know, from our help with the, um, oh, I can never remember this motherfucker's name. Um, anyway, hmm. but uh, with a lot of a lot of help from the Allies, giving them money to rebuild. Right. What the fuck? And it was all part of a plan to just sort of like, you know what? It's sort of a, you know, keep your 
friends close, but your enemies closer. Right. You right. know, if you 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 help them become economically prosperous, it's less likely that they're gonna you know go on another fucking Laban's realm expedition. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I did a big paper in college about how political stability um, leads to you know economic stability as mm-hmm. opposed to trying to fix the economy first with a you know corrupt political system so oh, so now your paper is actually like you're watching it play out yeah. here very interesting how's that working exactly how you thought because <laughs> uh, i would imagine it would be well it was i did a lot of um because i was i was looking at a lot of um <clears throat> like post soviet Eastern mm. Bloc stuff when the wall was coming down and all that, right. and looking at how to stabilize that area. Um, given that now that the whole East-West thing was sort of falling apart, and it's what ex- it's exactly what you saw. You saw a lot of these um, sort of ethnic clashes starting in Eastern Europe mm. after the wall came down because they didn't have a big Soviet army going look. Don't fuck around. It was all them going, okay, now uh, we're going to go ape shit. Okay. So, and that's what they did, and that's what happened in Bosnia, and that's what all that was. There was no one saying, you can't do this. It was, oh, okay, you're free now. We're not going to have our thumb on over you. And then they went, oh, okay, good, because you know what? We've hated them for 10,000 fucking years, and we're going to go after them now because there's no one to tell us not to. So. Having superpowers and a world police type thing like Russia and the U.S. that's a good thing. And you know, it keeps it, the smaller, more because it does. It did, it did in keep check. them in, in check because you know they were used as you know pawns in a way. Basically, yeah. you know, um, it was still kind of fucked up because you got these two powers pointing missiles at each other. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. So, that was that was a terrible time to yeah. live through. Yeah. It was like it was like a decade long Cuban missile crisis, yeah. just like you know, yeah. drawn back by with the tension like a couple of days. But what's up with this? I don't know how good this video is going to be. I don't know if it's a, just a lot of um, uh, what's it called text, but it's uh, it's about McDonald's and how McDonald's basically says fuck you to their to their to their workers. All right, I have a response to this whole bullshit because I remember this. It's all, it's all, um, it's all text. It's saying yeah. that, you know, McDonald's only pays people shit. Yeah. Um, and all that. Um, here's, here's how I see that. Yeah. All right. Um, I didn't watch that beforehand. I really should have. Okay. Basically, right. it's saying, hey, you know what? Ronald McDonald only pays people seven twenty five an hour. Yeah. They have kids to feed, rent to pay, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing that gets me, and I'm going to sound a little bit Republican on this one. Okay. But hear me out. I'll try to balance it out so we don't get a lot of hate mail. All right. No, no, no. Hey, I'll, believe me, I've had hate mail before. <laughs> um, if there's an employer and they're offering a certain wage. Yes. And a bunch of people go to work for that wage. Yes. They're making that choice to go and work for that wage. Even if it's right? the only choice they have. Even if it's the only choice they have. Right. Right. Now, um, let's look at it from the side of the job seeker. Okay. Okay. You go, you're going to take this job. You right. need a job. So it's like, fuck, I need this job. It pays shit. 
but right. but I'll have I something while the, I can look for right. something else. I need this. I need this job. If now look at it. I've from, been, we've all been in that situation. Right. Yeah. Look at it from an employer's point of view. Okay, you're like, okay, I have these jobs and I can pay this, right? right. And then right. you're sitting there waiting, and it's just like, well, not, I'm not, not long. No, either. no, no. But but yeah. it's just like, okay, I'm not. I'm not getting enough employees, or I'm not getting good enough employees. You know what? Maybe. Maybe if I make it a little bit more attractive to people come and work for me, right, okay, right. I'll uh, I'll increase benefits a little bit, or I'll right. give them more free food or something like right, that. Right, Throw in a little bit more perks, right? A little, you get a little bit, you get a little bit more employees, get a little bit better quality employees, and yeah. then you go, you know, what if I just, uh, you know, you still need a little something, right? So then you you you, you bump up the money, right? Okay, and it's just like, oh. Great, I'm getting better quality employees. When you had poor quality employees, yeah. your your business suffered. So it gets right. to the point where you're realizing, you know what? If I spend a little bit more money, now, I think I my, think you started my, off in one part, no, 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 and no, no, then no, you're no. kind of rounded no, no, no. to a, a better place. No, I'm I'm my my point is that okay, if f- from an employee point of view, yeah. this is the job. This is what the job pays. Right. Okay. Right. It, it may not be the ideal thing, and while you may not have a choice in your practical life, you have a choice of whether or not you work there mm. or Wendy's or another, or, or another right, place, right. okay? So it's no one's holding a gun to your head to go and work there, mm. uh, all right? So... But sometimes you have to take. Sometimes what, you have to take that, there. and so, you realize, just like, all right, you know, this is shitty, but I got to do this, so right. you suck it up. Yeah. All right? And then um, it gets then it gets tough to go try to find other work once you have a job because you have a job. Well, I mean that's right? that, that I mean, that's the practical part of it. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily the fault of of the employer if wages are stuck at a certain place mm. because then it gets to a point where yes, I know McDonald's is 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 a very very sexy example because they make trillions of fucking dollars. Right. Okay. But let's spread um, a wage increase across everything. Um, yeah, McDonald's would probably still make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 it's a it's but, a weird. But you're thing. right. But That's the tr- we noticed. We noticed at the theater when we would increase um, our our starting rate. We would get better people get, walking through you, the door. Exactly. Because those. It's a the, little bit more attractive. Right. Place. And really, right. the only benefit get... to working in a movie there is free movies. Well, yeah. And then there's the popcorn. I love that popcorn. Anyway. But, um, yeah. But, um, I, uh, but I think that, like, people, you know, saying, oh, we're going to boycott McDonald's until they start paying people $15 an hour. It's not going to happen. It's not McDonald's you need to boycott. You need to petition the government to set a federal minimum wage. That's, there is a that's federal a, minimum That's a livable wage. wage. Yeah, there's that. Okay. But then there's cost of living in different areas. It's all, you know, <laughs> is that something the state should handle? But like right. Costco, I remember a friend of mine worked in Costco back in the 90s, and I remember him telling me what he was getting paid. I'm like, you're fucking making shit up. And I see now that Costco is one of the, one of the, one of the best, best places yeah. that takes. And I'm like, holy shit, he was right. Yeah. He wasn't lying. Because I think everybody's lying right off the bat. But, um, <laughs> But it's one of those things where it's like that's 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 what you should 
do. You get people that are dedicated. You get people that like to come to work. You get people that will talk about the place in in a positive right. light. But I'm like, sorry, like, like we we've worked in theaters where we would not recommend them to people. No, but like there are no like that. You can't work at McDonald's as a sole. You can't support uh, a family as, as your only job a and support a family. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe if you know you move up a little bit, you get into management or whatever. Right, that might right. be something different. All right, but that's something but you would have to start not, young. Yeah, but and that's start just early. not realistic. You know, yeah, uh, uh, flipping burgers or or, or pay, and and believe me, I'm not being I'm not being negative. I mean, I've done my fair share of jobs like this. I do my fair share of jobs like that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And it it is what it is. Yeah. So and does it suck sometimes? Yeah. Does it suck that the pay sucks? Yeah. Um, but that's an interesting question. Is it the employer's responsibility to pay a living wage when there is a set minimum wage? Which is technically, as Chris Rock would say, if they could pay you less, they would, but they right, can't because so they legally because have to pay you. A business's job isn't to. It's not their job. To provide employment. No. Okay? No. It's to provide something for their customers. Exactly. All right? And and to make a profit for the owners, whether yeah. it be... What's the same argument about, oh, why are there all these reboots and sequels? Well, because fucking people go see them. Right. That's why. Because it's all the money. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, there was there was, there was was probably a 50-50 chance that gravity would do well. Yeah. You know? And it did, and that's fantastic because I like that guy and I like his work. But there's also, you know, like like movies that tank. But you know what? That's the nature of the business. That's they're they're making a product. You would think by now they would learn what worked. But oh, uh, hey, speaking of movies, what did you put for your? Um... Oh, I went really high, really high. I went like two seventy five. <coughs> Because of uh, two seventy five, this is for anybody that has no idea, which is most of you. Uh, the Wednesday to Sunday gross, because we have uh, the Hunger Games one mm-hmm. and Frozen, the the Disney animated yeah. one. I figured the two of them combined on a Thanksgiving weekend last year. Thanksgiving weekend did two hundred, and for the top uh, ten, yeah. and or top twelve or whatever. So I figure. Whatever, I'll, said, I'll go high. Why not? I think I said two twenty something. You were below me. I thought you were like one seventy. Uh, no, I was definitely two something. I was two ten. Okay, what? Um, because because there's some uh, there there were some guesses from people eighty nine. Yeah, like eighty nine. I mean, like what are you talking about? One movie? Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say. I mean, and that's like the third or fourth place movie hunger games will make over a hunger games will do a hundred frozen will probably come in at about 80 yeah i think because wreck it ralph and tangled are <laughs> top-notch disney frozen's stuff. the only movie it's the only, the only it's the only family movie, movie, yeah, right movie yeah? Yeah. yeah yeah i think i think i made a good choice i think i think yeah. it'll be between us so it'll either be above what i said or closer to what you said yeah but it's going to be closer without going over yeah, so I just needed to. I just needed to. You be, needed it to be two seventy four. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Now let's talk about the thing we talk about every year. 
What are you thankful for? No. Okay. No, because I don't need to brag about shit. Yeah, I know. That really kind of bugs me. I'm thankful for it. I don't care. You know, that's great that you're thankful, but, you know, to quote Britta Perry there, or, or Tina Fey, I forget who, they're, they're, or, or maybe it's Amy Poehler, they're explainer brags. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care. So what are we going to talk about? There's a lot of shit that I could, that I could type out. I could fill a year's worth of shit that I am thankful for, Yeah, but I am not going to clog up people's fucking yeah. shit with that. I all right, let's do it this way. Your kid's healthy? Yeah. Okay, mine too. All right, we're good. Moving yeah. on. What was the thing? This time of year? This time All of right. year? What are we talking All about right. every year? If you're going to boycott stores on Black Friday. Oh, fuck this. The, hold on, let me finish. The only people you're hurting are the fucking cashiers and stock people. But again, it's one of those, and we say this. We, it's we, we not going to fucking year. change. Well, also, we say this every year. It's like, that's the business. That's the job that you chose to so take. So my, my whole thing a while ago, a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, who the fuck cries for the movie theater employees or the hot dog salesman at the at the football stadium or the people that clean up after right. the parades or the EMTs and doctors and right. on-call so people. a whole bunch of people work. Tow trucks and taxi drivers and <clears throat> public transportation. Who, no, fuck that. Oh, Walmart's <laughs> open. How fucking dare they? But I bet, I bet a bunch of you are going to movies. I'm going to the movies. You know why I'm going to the movies? Because they're open. Because I don't fucking work at the movies anymore. I do, but it's a different kind of movies. But but it's I don't. It's the thing is like just the job. Let's 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 if you're gonna fucking do something about it, do something about it in July. Don't do it after it's all fucking set. But here's the thing. But but you know what though? And doing any you what what are you gonna do nothing nothing There's is nothing gonna come out do. of this nothing it's gonna be it's a, a cultural it's gonna be a, a small group of people that are like this is wrong yes it is it should be every fucking close and just let people be with their families but guess what that shit's not gonna happen no. and you had a whole year to remember that fucking stores do this <laughs> shit so why are you all pissed off and surprised about it because it happened last year, everybody was all up in arms about it, and then after 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 the weekend was over, after Christmas was over, we all fucking forgot. That's right. And yes, support small local businesses, but do that anyway. But also support the places that your neighbors work at, <clears throat> because if you don't go there, they're going to get fired, because they're going to get cut. Yeah. You know, the store will close. How many stores have closed in in how many years? Like Suncoast, like Best Buy opened up. There was Suncoast was um, gone. There was a ton of construction in Marblehead this year, and a couple of the stores that had construction going on, like in front of them, Mm. right? They didn't get nearly enough foot traffic um, over the summer months, the spring and summer months. They had to shut down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's shitty planning. That's really that's, shitty plan. Terrible. Um, but they're building a Walmart on Route One North. Where? Did you know that? Right across where? from Hilltop. That's I. I read that that's oh, going to that, be a Walmart. That's what that's going to be. Yep. Huh. Yep. Fuck traffic. I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't go to Walmart a whole lot. I will say this: the only jeans that fit me comfortably, I find at Walmart, and they are reasonably priced, and uh, I don't feel bad about it. No, Walmart's fine. It's it's all right, you know. The one in Danvers is is turning into a fucking pit. 
I took pictures. I took pictures the other day when I when I was there because I was looking for um, a specific Monster High doll to finish out the collection for Christmas, and it looked like somebody just drop kicked the fucking like display area oh, yeah. for the thing. It's like, like what what is this KB Toys? What the fuck? Remember Toys R Us? Child World used to be like meticulously oh, shelled. Child World, and you'd go to awesome. KB, and it was like it was like a a fucking toy tornado threw up in the store it's like wait a minute this is where they have fight club (laughs) yeah that's where the toys have fight club but i just it's gonna be the same shit next year too it's gonna be like stores are open all day on thanksgiving well maybe get yourself some fucking blue laws or just don't go i'm not i'm not going out friday if i can help it i don't go out on black friday if i can help it in general we're going to go, we're going to pick up our Christmas tree on Sunday. Yeah, Christmas. Because we always go the weekend after Thanksgiving, and it's late this year. So yeah. we're going to so we're gonna do that. We'll bring it home. We'll put it outside. We'll do the pump it up thing. We'll come home. We'll cut the bottom. I wanted to do it on Saturday, but it didn't work out with everybody. Because then we could put the tree up and then uh, decorate it a little bit, you know, as the day went on. Because the girls are old enough now where it'll be fun. But I... and. I think I'm at the point now in my life where if I was still at the theater, I would pretty much tell them, no, you can schedule me, but make sure you schedule a backup because I'm not coming in. Yeah. I'm 41 years old. I have a family. I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. Frank, you're working no. on Christmas. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. And that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, like, like I will, I will do the the new year's eve new year's day i don't care about that i'll do that that's fine i have i have kids that are old enough so thanksgiving matters now christmas matters i'm taking the time off when the girls are off because it's the easiest thing to do for taking care of them and you know what i'm the highest one there not 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 counting my boss but i'm i'm the highest ranking person in the department so i get that privilege don't i yeah, definitely. I'm the only Most one definitely. with kids, so that's fine. That may sound a little egotistical, but I think I've earned it. Yeah, fuck it. We worked a long time every fucking holiday. Yeah. And it's not even like movie theaters are open, like, oh, we're going to open from noon to six. No, it's yeah, fucking open. nine o'clock specials. to fucking midnight yeah. all fucking weekend from like tomorrow on. Yeah. There is no rest for those people. And tomorrow we're going to go. We're going to buy popcorn. We're going to be nice and polite to the people. We're going to pick our shit up and throw it out when we're done. And that's it. Yeah. Because you know they're going to be short-staffed. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to sit? We're going to Revere. Okay. Because it's closer to where my brother's going to be. And fuck that place in Danvers. Yeah. I don't know. It still says Lowe's. I took a picture of the, uh, yeah, the concession stand. It still says Lowe's. It's fucking six years later. Seven? Six? It's been a long time. Um, yes. Just, you know, get a fucking Sawzall and cut the shit off Almost the top of the stand. Seven. A ladder and a saw. Yeah. And you can take care of that whole problem right there. It won't. I don't know. I saw somebody we knew, but he, he either ignored me because he was probably pissed because I shit on the theater and the projection quality of the stuff. Oh. Um, I forget his name. He's the only one that we still know there, because because Jonathan's not there anymore. He finally gave his notice. Yeah, thank God he got out of that place. 
I do. Oh, this is the weirdest part. I actually do know somebody that works there. It's uh, one of the kids. I almost said the kid's name. <laughs> I'm really trying to. One of the kid's moms, uh, I think, does part-time. She was there for the Doctor Who thing, and uh, she saw us. And, like, I didn't recognize her because, like, she wasn't in a coat standing, you know, just on her phone. Like, you know. Oh, someone that you know from From school. school. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And I said, you know, that's good because next time. I'm there. I can say hi to her, and we have something to talk about. Yeah. And also, she doesn't have to worry about mentioning my name around any giant fucking cunts in that building yeah. and getting fired for no fucking reason. Yeah, but you know what? The that dumb twat's gone. So yeah, and I, I and I actually I got some tickets there before. So <coughs> hmm. So, but that'll be that'll be nice. I like having like a common thing it's oh hey i see you work at uh, amc there you know i was there for eight anybody years. i know probably not i don't think so i don't know i really don't know she wasn't there when we were there yeah so but yeah that'd be what'd be really weird is if she knew who we were yeah i know right yeah that'd be strange anyway yeah. what do you want to do you wanna, i don't know you want to just wrap it up and just time. call it okay I'm gonna try. I have a there's a glitch in my fucking Batman game. Uh-oh. I went around and I collected all of the fucking Riddler Enigma boxes, um, like like all these. Uh, as I'm checking my email, I'm gonna try and talk about this. Um, oh yeah, we're gonna try and go with um, whatever. There's a different streaming thing that's not UStream. UStream is now only gonna store things for 30 days instead of until you hit a limit. Oh really? Yeah. So we're gonna jot something. I forget what it's called. We we used it last time. We're outside the cinema. Um. So we'll um we'll try that when we do the next live. We didn't do this one. I didn't I didn't yeah. set up the stream or any of that stuff because who the fuck's gonna be around to watch it tonight, right? Seriously. So um today's my brother's birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um. I posted the Weird Al happy birthday song for him on his uh, timeline. Sent him a text, too. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, so all we have, I think, is, is this. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Now, this week, I'd like to do something that hopefully will be my little way of helping out just a little bit. In light of your horrible loss this week, Frank, I'd like to make light of Chris. But don't worry, Chris. I only joke about you in good fun. Do you? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I do. I love you. Would you fuck me? Jesus. I love you both. Just not in that way. I would fuck me. I'm going to play a segment from episode 149, which, by my calculations, was a long time ago. So, unless there's anything else, I'd just like to start that. Tell me I'm pretty. Oh my God, here it is. I don't remember saying any of that. And she's not into these robosexual things. <laughs> robosexual. Oh boy. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> I had a bad feeling about this. Mm. Strong is the new sexy. I am the new sexy. What? I don't remember any of this. Hey there, Chris and Frank. At least 
I think it's Frank. I guess it could be Ellen. Regardless, we'll talk about her later. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh is right. Anyways, it's Reverend Scott. Or should I say, independent presidential candidate Reverend Scott. And as much as I'd like to always be campaigning, last week I couldn't. I was pretty damn sick. Funny how I send you an email that said I couldn't send you a segment and magically Frank can't show up to record the show. Anyways, you guys know how I like to make sure that not only my campaign is going good, but I like to help you guys out as well. I've dumped all the mudslinging negative campaign crew members and now I want to give you guys a few pointers too. There's a few things from the last show I wanted to bring up. A few things that you may have been better off not sharing. First of all, Chris, you seem particularly partial to your own group and quote-unquote religion, and especially opinions on politics. Now, I'm not saying you're a bigot. That's because I don't have to. In my home state, I basically declared myself a bigot in writing, publicly. Bad idea, Chris. (laughs) Also, you may want to lay off the waffling, Chris. I mean, first you're married to a woman, then... Oh, I'm going to be gay today. Yeah, Pick a side and stick with it. Um, I think maybe you should start listening to your wife's suggestions on how to improve the lives of the less fortunate, too. Let's find where all the poor people things. are and make sure they have food and shelter and no, clothing and take care of that. Fuck them. Damn, that's cold. <laughs> Plus, if you're going to have your wife on the show, maybe stick to talking about movies, TV, religion, news, politics. Hearing her talk about personal experience with you in the bedroom really doesn't help your campaign. I really like seeing it big again. Big was nice because it kind of popped out and it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Wow. Also, I wouldn't necessarily bring up Dirty. that dildo story again, Chris. It was, it was long. I started to feel it towards the end. <laughs> I think it's fine if you want to tell people that you're an atheist and some other basic views you have, but certain things aren't going to win you any votes, Chris. Avoid <coughs> promoting the following. White supremacy, white nationalism, nativism, and Christian terrorism. Wait. Christian terrorism? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Ooh. So, before I go, guys, let's sum this up. Stop doing the stuff you've been doing and start doing what I suggest. Even Ellen knows I'm right. And you, you've heard those shows, so you know what we were actually saying. Basically exactly what he put there. Oh, you're not helping. Oh, because you missed it last week, Frank. We'll be kind of like the guardian angels, but we don't like black people. <laughs> I have a magnificent cock for Scott. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyways, peace and love, guys. Like, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the most most innocent stuff. uh, I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, that was was good. That was a good one. I like that. Blast from the past. Yeah. Oh, that is a really creepy looking Christmas tree. Hey, they sell at Toys R Us. They sell a Monster High Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. It's black. It's a black artificial tree. I'm like, wow, I would have got that 20 years ago if I take the Monster High decorations off. Yeah. Black Christmas tree. There we go. Yeah, but then you'd, <sighs> then you'd always be doing it every year. Doing what? The black Christmas tree. I mean,. Once you go black. <laughs> uh, so our insurance company can go fuck itself, our house insurance company. Oh, yeah. yeah, our agent finally decided to come around and say, yeah, I don't think they actually want to renew your uh, policy. And it's like, no shit. We, we fucking knew that. Um, 
my my theory is that um, they they took a fucking beating with Sandy because yeah. they they took all these new policies and they didn't and, want um, money anymore. And then no, and then Sandy out. happened, and they had to pay for all these repairs from people that hadn't actually paid into it. Yeah, but so like keeping people. Yeah, and premiums and shit. We have an older house, so fuck us, right? So they said that we had to get the uh, the dormer sided, yeah. uh, fix the window, the broken window, which I did. Yeah. I, I fixed that window myself. I cut myself uh, on this finger because I wasn't wearing gloves the first time I pulled out a broken piece of glass. Glass cuts really clean. Yeah, it does. I forgot about that. It's it's healing up and then pretty you well. Don't realize it until it's just like. Oh man, how do I clean the blood off the glass? Actually, I was hey, looking at it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, when is this gonna stop? How yeah. deep is this? And it wasn't bad. I mean, I put a bandage on it, and it's okay. So it was that um, um, the the we had a a line coming from our oil burner that was buried in the cement in the foundation, yeah. and it broke and it leaked into the cement. Um, so we had a guy come in, dig it up, run the line up. Uh, across the roof of the 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 ceiling of the basement and uh into the front of the burner and they wanted the cover on the front of the burner like it fucking mattered so i had to i had to cut it but we didn't have you know yeah snippers so i drilled holes and used pliers to pull it back and it fits and it's fine and the cover's on there so that that and um the the main shutoff valve for the water has some corrosion on it, so they want that replaced. It's like oh, fuck you. Bullshit. It's just fuck you. So we're like, all right, well we need the dormers replaced, the the siding on the dormers. So when when the roof was done on the house, the dormers they're like the little parts that stick out of the roof, right. um, where there's like a bedroom or whatever. They took the shingles and they they wrapped them up on the side of the dormers. Okay because they know what the fuck they were doing. So when we got the roof replaced, because it was a shitty fucking roof, they pulled those down, and it's just the black tar paper up on the sides, because we're going to get the house sided at some point, so why put something up if we're going to, you know, why pay twice? Well, now we have no choice, because we have to get it done or whatever. So uh, we get a couple of estimates that seemed reasonable, and then we talked to this other guy, who was um his whole thing was credit doesn't matter he runs his own line of credit yeah. for for people um he came in and here's the thing like like he came in and did his whole presentation and stuff and he's he he reminds me of like that happy uncle at the party and he also reminds me of whitey bulger because he's going to be that happy uncle at the party until you miss a fucking payment no then he'll kill you he will kill both of us. Well, I won't be able to walk. Okay. I, I figure. Um, but the the payment plan that we set up is totally reasonable and everything. So here's what's gonna, here's what's here's what he talked us into. We're gonna get the dormer sided with actual vinyl siding. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna do around the windows and the easement and the sides, and it's gonna be the color that we want the rest of the house. Yeah. So the top part will be done, but they're gonna insulate the house. No, oh, that's cool. So what they do is they crack off a shingle drill a hole fill it with that with the cellulose stuff put the shingle back and um because i mean clearly you've been here in the winter yeah you know my house is as cold as your house my house because we don't turn the heat on because if uh, until last year our our hot water heater was so totally inefficient and only half of our radiators work right 
and we just we just plug in because electricity in Peabody we have our own electrical plant, so electricity is cheaper than oil. So we just ran space yeah. heaters. So Alex, the dude, he came in and he and he fixed he he took pipes off of the thing. He rerouted stuff. It's like super efficient, uh, but we still have a leaky fucking hundred hundred and whatever year old house. Yeah, um, all our radiators work, which is great. You know. So we talked to the guy. He's like, so how cold is your house generally in the winter? And we said, well, that depends. How cold is it outside? Add five degrees. That's how it is. And I said, you just, you know, you, you we're from New England. So it's like, oh, it's cold, whatever. Yeah. You do, except for that one day when it was fucking 19 degrees. It was 19 degrees three days ago. It was 61 today. I, I left for work. It was 17. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, um, well, the amazing thing, first of all, is it's it sort of soundproofs your house. So you're not going to hear every noise outside. I mean, that's fucking weird. He said that he had, uh, uh, he had people. They just finished. They were sitting at the table. The guy was writing the check. And the wife came storming into the room yelling, why didn't you? I need help. And both of them were sitting at the table. She honked the horn in the driveway, and he didn't hear it. No, really? Yeah. I'm like, all right, that'd be good. That's fine. He said, but. It being an old house, I mean, we have all this space between the walls. Yeah. Like, you could touch a wall in, oh, in winter, and it's cold. And he said, but you fill it with the stuff, and it deadens the air, and it ends, that's how insulation works and all that. And he said, um, you'll be able to run the heat for a little bit, and the house will miraculously hold the heat yeah. like it's supposed to. You know, we'll, we'll still have to put plastic on our old, like, sash windows and stuff. But <coughs> I said, so let me just, I just going to ask you a dumb question. In the summer, it'll be cooler. And he said, do you have air conditioners? I said, yeah. He says, you won't need them. I'm like, the fuck you say? But um, I did surprise him. He said, um, "He said so we have to measure to get an idea how much we pump into, you know, every strip between the studs. He's like, so, because he wanted, I, I don't know. I, he found out where I worked through conversation. Yeah. I think he wanted to see how smart I was kind of thing. Uh, he's like, so how do you figure that we uh, we figure out where where it ends, or if it just empties out into the basement or whatever? I'm like, well, I imagine you would you would just uh, attach a weight to a line and drop it through a hole. <laughs> and he's like, in the 50 years I've been doing this, no one has ever said that. I'm like, the fuck you say? And he said, no, people would say like, oh, you put a camera and you look, or you use an X-ray. I'm like, that's all super complicated. He's like, how did you know that? I said, well, see that thermostat right there? I said, that was on the other side of the wall. And when we moved it, the wire fell into the basement. So we had to drop a line to tie it to the wire and pull it back up. And, and uh, yeah. And I guess the stuff that they're going to put in is non-flammable. There's something called an R rating, which is flammability. It has zero is the flammability rating for it. So that's good. We're going above and beyond. But... Um, it's it's about time. What's the you insurance know? company going to say about all that? Uh, the insurance guy, it's too fucking late. Yeah. They're being dicks about it, so we have to go with whatever company he's got. Right. Once the work is completed, we might be able to go back because it'll be like 60% less. Right. 
Um, and then what we're going to do is we'll get back on their thing, and then we're going to find another insurance company and tell them to go fuck themselves because yeah. this guy didn't That's fight for us. He didn't help us. We're taking both cars away from him. We're taking the house away from him, and we're going to go someplace that's going to treat us with respect. And granted, we should have had this stuff done, but we didn't have any fucking money to do right. something he of this sorta, scale. You know, as an agent like that, he should be helping you. My guess is he is overwhelmed with what Narragansett's doing to him. So I sort of feel bad. Ellen finally, instead of just talking to him nice, Ellen finally stood up to him and because uh, she said, look, here's the paperwork for this. I have this. We got this done. The window's being fixed. Chris is fixing the window right now. And I did. And like I measured it and I cut plexiglass yeah. and I fit it in there. And I'm pretty proud of the work I did. I only scratched a little bit of the side while I was cutting it. Um, and he said, well, they want the, the water valve fixed. And she's like, she's like, uh, no, that's not going to happen. Um, we're spending X amount to have the dormers done yeah. and the house insulated. And he's like, well, you didn't have to get the house insulated. And she said, yes. Yes, we did. So you can tell them to back off because they didn't tell us. They told us, they told us like three weeks ago yeah, that this shit needed to get done. Cool. They don't want us as a customer. So fuck them. Yeah. I think we'll go into whatever state pool kind of, you know, holding area insurance until we get the stuff done. Yeah. I'm really happy they didn't say, oh, you have fuses. You can go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. We have fuses. We can't afford that right now. Yeah. But the good thing is we get the top side and he said the house is going to look so much better with just the top part done. And then we'll pay it off. It'll it'll take us like a year or 16 months or whatever to pay that off. And then we can talk about doing the rest of the house. That's cool. And that'll That'd be, be awesome. good. And then it, we're doing blue with white so it'll look like a fucking TARDIS. <laughs> I said... Then we need LED lights on the chimney because the, the chimney's yeah. right in the center of the roof. I'm like, we got to do that. And um, once we get the house done, I would like to talk to them about, um, <laughs> you know, if we could pay them like $100 extra to string up our Christmas lights and just, <laughs> just leave them up on the white yeah. trim all year long. White cord, whatever. That's fine because I, I want lights on my house. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean... Uh, our landscaping in the front is kind of nice. It's nice in the spring and summer. In the fall, it starts to look really terrible because everything fucking dies. But the house is like peeling. It's yellow and brown. You know, it'll be blue and white. It'll be the it'll be the most colorful house on the street. And it won't be like the directions that I would give people. It's like, oh well, you go down to this street, take and then it's the shitty looking yellow house on the left. Like, oh, it's the it's it's, it's the blue house on the left. That'll be that'll be nice. So probably three years from now, the whole thing will be done. That's cool. So, yeah. I don't know where the fucking money's coming from. But then again, I always panic. Thing is, though, we managed to put the girls through preschool making less than what we were making now, and this is definitely less, and we've cut stuff. And Ellen's done the math. She knows the money's there tax money coming back will be good you know the bonus yeah, money should get next, later on in and the year. then next year it's public school right oh no they're first, public school now first grade yeah kindergarten's public so oh okay. no more paying for shit yeah if they were still do if we were still paying yeah, for right. for preschool i would have i would have slipped my own fucking wrist and tried yeah. to sell my blood 
such a fucking racket. My brother was looking at it, and it's like he's like, uh, "I'm working for I'm working for daycare." I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, that's that's the that's the conversation. It's who, crazy. Who quits their job yeah. to save money? It's so it's. I understand why it costs a lot, but still, it costs so fucking much. Yeah, and then try to do it with two at yeah, the same crazy. fucking time. I am still paying off the um the, like the FSA type thing. Oh, uh, yeah. From like January to June, I'm still paying a portion every check to go. So what happens is we we filed all the paperwork. So whatever money is taken out of my check next week is fucking reimbursed to me three days later. <laughs> this is how we thought it would work. You know, regular FSA is oh I need I need uh, three thousand dollars because I'm going to get dental work done. The $3,000 is there. You pay into it over the yeah. course of the year. We thought it would be like that. So we would get, we would we would pay for one month, get reimbursed, yeah. turn that check right around, turn it around, yeah. turn it around, turn it around. That didn't fucking happen. So that screwed our finances because the way it was explained to us, they told us that's how it would work, is that the money's already there. That's not how it fucking no, works. that sucks. And we found out when we tried to, when we paid the first month, and they said, oh, you only have $240 available. What? Yeah. That was that was awful. Ugh. But fucking live and learn, right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Ellen and I have been through things like that, just from from not being able to conceive to losing the full-time job when they were born to foreclosures. Like we've been through shit that would have broken other people. And I don't know. I don't know how we do it. Cause there's times where she's the one that's like, all right, we got to fucking, you know, stiff upper lip kind of, kind of stuff. And then I'm like today, I'm like, look, just take it easy. You're taking care of things and you're doing a great job. Don't worry about it. Yes. There is a lot to do, but we're, you're doing fine and I'm helping where I can. Yeah. <sighs> I guess that's what it's about. So much shit going on. Mm. Yeah. And I, I feel really shitty complaining. <laughs> you know? Because like, it's just stuff. Yeah. You know? It's the stuff of life. <sighs> yeah. Let's wrap this up. I'm sleepy. All right. So uh, I'm going to put all the shit in afterwards because I haven't decided what to do and I'm off for the next like bunch of days. So. All right. Um, Have a good week. Thank you, everybody. And um, yeah, afterwards we got to talk about when we're going to record for Christmas because Christmas Eve is a Wednesday. We're not recording Christmas Eve. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Are you still there? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jimmy Carr, and these are my jokes. Let's not fuck about. I haven't got the time. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, my God, a Down syndrome Roger Federer. People often say to me, how do you do this for a living? How do you get up in front of people you don't know and tell them jokes? It must be petrifying. Well, I'll tell you how it's done. This is the secret and it works. If you're doing any kind of public speaking, this is how you do it. What you do is you imagine the people you're talking to are naked. It really works. A couple of quick things to remember. Firstly, don't tell the people you're talking to that's what you're doing. Because that can be a little bit creepy, can't it? <laughs> and secondly, it doesn't work as well if you work in a kindergarten. <laughs> if you're young and your parents are getting divorced, it can be a very difficult time. But remember, it's not your fault. Your mum's a slut. <laughs> no offence, fella. Hmm? Ooh. An audible intake of breath. Fucking excellent. Brilliant. Um, when I was younger, I couldn't talk to women because I was hiding in their wardrobes, masturbating. <laughs> Would have totally given it away. You didn't see that coming, did you? Because I was in your wardrobe. <laughs> I've written a rom-com. Would you like to hear about my rom-com? I've written a romantic comedy, yeah, I'm very popular with that. You like the rom-coms, don't you, ladies? Of course you do. I've written a romantic comedy. It's about a guy and a girl. Classic. Yeah? Initially, they hate each other. Classic. But they end up in bed together. Classic. It's called The Rapist. <laughs> good indicator. This is good advice for young men down here. Good indica it's a good indicator that a woman fancies you if when she's talking to you, she touches her hair. If it's her pubic hair, it's a cert. solid advice. Add some advice for, for the older men, the men in long-term relationships, because sometimes, ladies, we can take you for granted. I'm, I'm afraid we do. This is advice for the older men that have let standards slip. Can I just remind you, gentlemen, it is never acceptable, never acceptable, to answer the phone when lovemaking. <laughs> Even if you hilariously pick up by saying, I can't talk now, I'm going into a tunnel. Just a bit of advice for the younger men. If you are going to have sex with someone you don't know, if you're going to have sex with someone you don't know, always, always, always ask. <laughs> Maybe things are a little bit different in Montreal. You're, you're looking at me as if to say, well, you don't always ask. Some of these women are French-Canadian. They'll do fucking anything. That was a round of applause from the French-Canadian women that will do fucking everything. God love you. Um, some common myths. The, you know the kind of stuff you read about on the internet? You read about, if you ever read about sex on the internet, you'll see myths. It's stuff that just isn't true. The best lubricant for anal sex is not tears. 
It's blood. Do you ever use pickup lines? Do you ever pick up a lady with a pickup line? Yeah, of course. Well, I'll give you a few for free. The best pickup line, as we all know, the best pickup line is, "Will you hold my drink while I go for a shit?" That's the best one because if a girl says, "Not a problem," she's a keeper. As far as I'm concerned, that line is right up there with, "Does this rag smell of chloroform to you?" And of course, the evergreen. Let's not turn this rape into a murder. I was told by my priest. I was raised Catholic. Any Catholics in? A few Catholics. I was raised Catholic, and my Catholic priest told me when I was 12 years of age. He said to me, he said, "God is watching you when you masturbate." I see. I said, "Is he a pedophile too, Father?" I'm joking. I said it's near Penafield Hall. The thing that used to annoy me about church when I was growing up, the thing that used to annoy me about church was all the standing up and sitting down and kneeling. I wish you could just pick a position and fuck me. I bought some. Uh, I bought some Viagra today because you can get in Montreal. You can get over-the-counter Viagra. I thought over-the-counter Viagra. That sounds powerful. <laughs> And I was reading the instructions because it's a pharmaceutical. You have to take these things seriously. I was reading the instructions on the Viagra. It said on the instructions for Viagra, the, the warnings and, and such. It said keep away from children. <laughs> I thought, what kind of a man do they think I am? That can't maintain an erection with a child. <laughs> of course, the, 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 you know the big thing that's happened. I, I don't know how you felt about it, but for me, Michael Jackson's death—it's—it's um, it's, it's just been weird. I, I watched it in in London, where I live. I, I watched it on the news, and for me, it was very much like when Diana died. I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was chatting to a guy at a party. He said, "What does your girlfriend do?" I said, "Anything but anal." <laughs> I'm joking. She loves it. <laughs> I've been with the same girl for eight years. Yeah, we're very happy. Yeah, we're very, very happy together. We've been together eight years, and we're not married. People often ask us. They'll come up to us if you're not married and you're in a long-term relationship. People often come up and they go, "Have you thought about?、Um, have you two thought about maybe? Thought about you two? Thought about?、Mm-hmm. Thought about maybe?"、Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to start a fight between us. We're perfectly happy as we are. Thanks very much. So whenever anyone comes up to me and says, "Have you thought about?" I always say, "What putting a third finger in?" I could give it a go. Frankly, I don't think it's what the relationship is missing. Maybe try the shocker. Two in the pink, one in the stink. That's how that works. Sorry, sir. You seem offended. Two in the goo, one in the poo. There. <laughs> Who here is in a long-term relationship? Give us a shout if you're in a long-term relationship. Yes. 
great, isn't it? It's a great thing to be in. How's this for crazy, though? We've been together eight years and my girlfriend still gets upset if I use her toothbrush. That's crazy, isn't it, when you consider how intimate we've been? And if you can tell me a better way to get dog shit out of sneakers... I'd love to fucking hear about it, cos there's... nothing finer. So, did that just prompt a story between you guys? You've got to tell me, what's the story? I told a joke about dog shit and sneakers, and you went, <laughs> you. <laughs> you. He asked you what? He asked me what I said. Oh, OK, he didn't hear. Right, I'll, I'll sort this out for you. Listen. <laughs> All right, don't cry. No. <laughs> Mummy's little bender. Um, some women worry about one breast being smaller than the other. But focus on the positive. One of them is bigger. <laughs> and we call that one our favourite. My girlfriend's got one of those tiny little strips of hair. What are they called? Moustache. People often ask me, people often say, have you ever had any gay experiences? Well, yes, Montreal, I have had gay experiences and I don't mind talking about it. I've been in a shoe shop and said, I have to have them. <laughs> I've described a cheesecake as, to die for. <laughs> but I've never had the gay experience where someone puts their cock in my mouth and or bum. <laughs> and really, that is the one that counts. Doesn't count if you do it to them, does it? Does it? I thought it wasn't gay if you didn't push back. Come on, it's definitely not gay if you beat them up afterwards. It's <laughs> lovely, Jimmy Carr. Thank you very much indeed. Cheers, Montreal. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.